0: As I sat shivering next to Cheeria, I could see down the whole length of the huge boat, see the light dancing on the mosaic-covered deck, the moonlight shining on the white marble cabin. The madman who had thrown me in the water now paced up and down, laughing. Not until I was older did I hear such a laugh again, and it was from a captive hyena whining and mewling in its cage. Let me off, let me off. Let me off this boat, I prayed, to what God I knew not, just whatever God was listening. Come, lad, said Cheeria, putting his huge arm around my shoulders. You should walk, warm up. He pulled me up and marched me up and down the deck until feeling returned to my numb feet. We passed the rowers, whose heads turned as if on stalks to see us as we passed. One or two smiled. The others looked like the statues that were placed here and there on the deck. The shore is close, said Cheeria, holding me up and pointing to it. Soon we will be back on it. How I got back and when I got back, I do not know. I have told you, my memories are wispy from this early age and do not join together to make a whole. Rather, they are like pieces of cloud drifting through the sky of my mind each portion separate and contained. But the horrible memory of the boat ride is burned into my mind. My little bed in my aunt's home, where I lived, was narrow and hard. I can feel the rough linen when I think about it, but cannot see what else is in the room. I know the place was in the country, because I heard roosters crow in the morning, and I remember gathering eggs, still warm, from a bed of straw. I also remember many kinds of butterflies and flowers on tall stalks, although I know now those were weeds. I called my aunt Butterfly because one of her names was Lepida, which means elegant and graceful, and she was very pretty. Her hair was the reddish colour of copper with a bit of dust on it, not the bright shiny copper that has just been polished. She was my father's younger sister, and told me stories about him—he who had died before I could know him—and about their ancestors. When I told her how the sun made her hair glow, she laughed and said, Bronze hair is in our family. I can see little glints of it in yours, too, even though it's mainly blonde. Shall I tell you the story about how it came to be that color? Oh, yes! I settled in next to her, hoping it would be a long story. Well, long ago one of our ancestors saw two tall and handsome young men standing in the road. Were they gods? I guessed. Whenever tall strangers appeared out of nowhere, they were gods. Indeed they were. The twin gods, Castor and Pollux. They told our ancestor that the Romans had won a great battle and to go to Rome and tell everyone. To prove that they were gods and telling the truth they reached out and touched his beard, and it turned instantly from black to red. So, from then on, the family was called Barbus, Bronze Bronzebeard. Did my father have a red beard? I wanted to know more about him. I wanted to hear that he was a hero and famous, and that his death had been tragic. I later found out he was none of the above. Oh, yes, he was a true Ahinobarbus. Another unusual thing about our family is that all the men have only two personal names Lucius and Gnaeus. Your father was Aeneas, and you are a Lucius. Your grandfather, also a Lucius, was a consul, but also a chariot racer, a famous one too. I had little ivory play chariots, and I loved racing them against one another on the floor. When can I drive a chariot? Aunt Butterfly cocked her head, smiling. Not for a while yet. You have to be very strong to race chariots. The horses pull the reins from your hands unless you hold very tight, and the chariot bounces, and you have to be careful not to fall out, which is very dangerous. Maybe I could have a little chariot pulled by ponies. Perhaps, she said, but you are still too young even for that. I do remember this conversation about the chariots and the red beards. But why I was living with Aunt Butterfly and what had happened to my mother and father, I still did not know. I knew my father was dead, but I did not know about my mother. All I knew was that she was not there.